0: You can can just say that again Say what again? Your bars
1: Bars? I got no bars
0: No Bars Because you're a rap star
1: I want to just be a big rap star Mm. As Nickelback said
0: (laughs) Yeah Exactly Nickelback Definitely I can see Chad Kroger being uh, You know Being cool
1: Yeah I mean It's what they are now They're like edgy
0: yeah, yeah. Is is Nickelback considered edgy now?
1: They got the edgier music now.
0: Oh. Yeah. They said fuck you guys for making fun of us in the in the two thousands.
1: Yeah, now exactly. Now's our turn. Now that the youth don't know who we are. <laughs> exactly. We
0: could be whatever yeah. who we wanted to be. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's Nickelback. Making a comeback. Oh what's up? Ugh
1: And rhyme back with bad
0: <laughs> It's not as bad as like most rappers. <laughs> yeah. Okay? I, I ironically did that, okay? <laughs> Sometimes they unironically do that.
1: Like uh, Rick Ross rhyming Atlantic with Atlantic.
0: Exactly.
1: It's like bro, you just rhymed Atlantic with Atlantic.
0: Yeah. And and you know, it was bars. <laughs>
1: Atlantic Yeah
0: Well It works out Welcome to a new episode Of Cashiers and Critics
1: Cash, Money, and Critics I'm your
0: host Jim 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 Jim
1: Jim Jones jo- Jimbo Jones
0: No, I am not Jimbo Jones uh, Do not bully Nelson? Bart Simpson <laughs>
1: Kerny, <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
0: Why not? Why not be Kearney, okay? <laughs> no, Nelson's like... Uh, you know what? I would be Nelson because Nelson has like a softer side.
1: Exactly. Has uh, a broken home life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, no, just Jimbo's just a dick because he wants to be a dick.
1: Oh, he also has a softer side. Does he? Yeah, there was that episode where the PTA disbanded and he spends his time watching... Like soap operas.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. That is very true.
1: You also say something once. It's like, now I know what it's like. Doves cry. No, that was Millhouse and Millhouse. Yeah, yeah. It's also Millhouse. <laughs> but I was the only Millhouse.
0: <laughs> hey, don't wear my backpack. Like, that. Don't wear your backpack like that. That's our thing.
1: <laughs> exactly. Speaking of uh, meeting your alter egos. <laughs> da. Nice one. That was completely unplanned. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't set that up.
0: Yes. So I'm Jim Jim. This is Brand. <laughs> you saw that coming, you
1: get know? I'm just like I'm going to go with, through it. Oh, I'm Batman. <laughs> Batman.
0: Oh, man. You're not Gatman? Gatman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Gatman and Robin?
1: Isn't okay. that just Red Hood?
0: <laughs> yeah, he. Yeah, I guess he would be the Gatman.
1: We're <laughs> bringing out the Gat. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like, oh, aren't you going to fight me? Nah. <laughs> Man, straight blooded man, like I ain't fighting you, I'm killing your ass.
1: Yeah, I mean, why, why bother fighting a guy when you could just shoot him? <laughs>
0: exactly, like, gave him the Indiana Jones treatment. Exactly. <laughs> well, we are talking about uh, one of the latest movies that came out. Actually, surprisingly enough, this is actually the only time we've talked about a film of that year.
1: That is true. We've never done that yet.
0: Yeah. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. We're moving up. Uh, we're moving up in the world. We're doing exactly what people want us to do.
1: on the current year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no more 19, 19, 1900s films. <laughs> yeah. We're only doing the most recent films these days.
0: Exactly. Yep. Yep. Because that's what we do here. And uh, this is uh, another sequel to our one of our existing episodes which it's, is nice
1: we're doing we're also only doing sequels now
0: yeah exactly
1: only doing recent films and only sequels and nothing yeah. else yeah exactly
0: we, we this is the this is where you guys took us yeah made us a monster <laughs>
1: exactly
0: yeah well this is Spider-Man
1: Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse yep the second one. The
0: second one.
1: Part Part One. <laughs> part one. Oh god, no. <laughs> Attack on Titan flashbacks. Yeah, exactly. Attack on Titan. The exactly. The, the final part one <laughs> which was released earlier this year. Uh yeah, like, exactly. Can like just release the damn show.
0: So when, uh, so I saw this multiple times. I saw this in theaters and I saw this uh, as soon as it released. And then I watched uh, <laughs> uh, this YouTube content, uh, these content creators that I like, where they just like react to movies. I mean, it, it, it is a boring medium. Like, don't get me wrong. It's just that there's some people who kind of make that interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I watch some of those things.
0: Yeah, it's this. It only works if people are interesting. It doesn't work if you, you just you sit just there suck. and watch it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: don't say a single word.
0: Yeah, like literally be, be like to us, Brandon. You only mean you can understand this. Not be like the LTG of like, <laughs> of like street or just like watching, just not reacting to anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like I don't know. It depends what it is. It's like. Some people are like. I also, one of common thing is that people complain about those videos is the people like pausing those things to talk about. It. I'm like, why? Why? If you want to want to pause it, just watch the thing on your own. Like, why would you even watch a guy? It's like you're just watching a thing in a smaller screen for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if yeah. I. It's like if I want to talk. Like if you were watching our podcast and you're like, oh yeah, stop talking about the film and just like go over the plot of the film. Like why don't you just watch the movie then? <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't want a commentary on it,
0: yeah, that is exactly true. I don't know, like I, I, I guess our podcast is just meant for watching the movie first and then, like, getting into it. Yeah, no, after. it's not
1: not exactly reaction content. So. Yeah,
0: no, we just process and then we spend ten minutes talking about like nothing that has nothing to do with anything.
1: Exactly, that's <laughs> that's part of the process.
0: Yep, that's part product of yeah. Exactly. Better go on a tangent. It's it, if you guys want to fuck that up, like you don't want to be fucking up a canon event. So,
1: canon event, <laughs>
0: canon event. We're gonna talk about that more, but yes, this movie is was really uh, hyped up. Everybody loved the first one, including me. I'm forgetting what I gave, the, what I gave, but I'm pretty sure I gave it like almost a ten out of ten.
1: Yeah, probably close to that.
0: Yeah, I probably gave it like a nine or a ten out of ten. Yeah uh still still to me the best spider-man movie i will give you my honest review after about this one but it's not uh what's the word i'm looking for it's not like it's like shocking it's not like i'm gonna give it like a two out of ten it's like not (laughs) remotely possible worst (laughs) worst film ever yeah no i'm not doing that if if fucking um, like the first Spider-Verse movie was like 10 out of 10 and then I'm probably just gonna get this like a 9.5 like it's it's that close you know
1: minus one outrage point <laughs> yeah for the, for the ending <laughs> yeah so right whatever my score was last time minus one point minus <laughs> point. Minus one for point outrage
0: yeah so um personally me walking out of this for the first time I had a lot of questions Knowing that this was gonna be, uh, there was gonna be a part three of this, uh, sorry, part two out of this uh, film, and the movie leaves off with, with a cliffhanger. We can say that right now. Uh, I struggled to find what I like. How can I even like rate this properly? But uh, we we'll just I, I just took it back a bit, and I'm just like, let's just see what we have right like, right now. And this movie just fucking nails it. It's Like, you think that, like, the first movie was so good with animation-wise. And you think, nah, they can't do that again, man. You know, it's just gonna, like, not look as good. You know, that was just, like, a one-hit wonder type of thing. Like, no! <laughs> it is not a one-hit wonder. They somehow just made it, like, <laughs> like even better in terms of animation-wise.
1: Yeah, no, they just essentially took... Talk- they built off the previous animation they did and just expanded on it and added some other things here and there just to emphasize the different styles of the different universes involved. And it's yeah. just, like, just everything involved is just, like, the same thing but, like, better.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And I kind of love how, since we're exploring more of, like, the multiverse, which is kind of... Uh, I, I feel like this has been, like, Spider-Man content for the, long, the longest time now.
1: <laughs> Just multiverse stuff? Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's the easiest way to introduce it.
0: Yeah. Like, the only other place that isn't doing that is, like, in the video game department, like, in terms of, like, Spider-Man.
1: Well, Spider-Man 2 is coming out.
0: Oh, well, yeah. we we'll don't know.
1: see. Maybe, maybe we don't know yeah. how many universes you'll have to fight in there. Yeah. Maybe yeah, well. one. could be possibly more than one. Yeah,
0: maybe. Who knows? Maybe that might be for the for the third foot game. Who knows? But the third yeah.
1: game. Well, like, we're assuming it's a third game already. We this.
0: Well, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a fucking third game. What do you think they're gonna answer everything in the second and in, in this one? Who knows? Maybe. Well, well let's see.
1: Fucking God of War managed to do it in two games. <laughs> Spider Man do it in two games.
0: Uh, what well, you don't what? Cradle's dead.
1: No, he just killed everyone oh again
0: again <laughs> spoilers well you go to find another set That's of great. gods you can kill
1: i mean that actually was a thing they sort of hinted could happen eh, eh. they hinted that like all the gods of every religion are in the world like fuck. they have the egyptian gods the japanese gods the oh, hindu fuck. gods
0: fuck don't tell me kratos like, i'm about to be hunting Jesus
1: down there, that was actually like, that was actually a canceled plot from, from, from God of War sequels where he goes through he lives through time and just ends up meeting up with Jesus at one point.
0: <laughs> you know? Yo that's nuts. Exactly. you would be like you dare put this man on a cross? I'll fucking kill you. Guys. Like it is like, very, like early God of War like way he, to talk. I
1: can't talk. About it boy boy <laughs> this boy a lot in the first one
0: uh yeah so um animation wise yeah it's it's kind of crazy how like like since we are exploring the multiverse that uh like each world has like a definitive like like style
1: yeah exactly even down to like the the art style or the backgrounds Themselves. yeah, differentiate everything.
0: like when we're starting off with fun, we're start, uh, starting off with uh, gwen's world, which is very light on like it's very light on colors. It's like looks, a mix It looks be-
1: more like watercolor yeah painting rather than like all the colors sort of run together.
0: Yeah, there's like a lot of light blue, purple, pinkish colors, maybe not purple, but like light blue colors.
1: Exactly, running
0: around, and yeah, it is like watermarked. It looks like almost like a fucking like painting.
1: Yeah, that's the idea, I guess. Yeah,
0: and I, I believe that's how it's drawn in the comic books too. Okay, it's very like influenced by that, which that again, sense. it makes sense that they're trying to go for that. Well, like you go to the main universe that we're in, and it's more of just like how the first movie was. great animation-wise, but it's more standardized, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's more less artistic, arty-looking, I guess you could say.
0: Yeah, it's more, like, again, like, hip-hop feeling.
1: I think it's very clear.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess that is sort of what it's like. It's not only just (coughs) comics. It's like, I know a lot of, you look at old hip-hop album covers, and they definitely drew inspiration from comics. Mm Mm-hmm. And that sort of style Mm -hmm. of like art when they do the art the graffiti style. Yeah. Like the comic book graffiti style they're going for, I guess.
0: Yeah. And then again, it changes as we explore different universes, like art style, like it just always changes. And it's, uh, In this film. And I always think that, like, again, props to all the fucking animators. uh, It kind of sucks that you hear that, like, Sony didn't really pay for these animators.
1: Yeah, I mean.
0: And, again, like, any... I feel like right now what's going on in 2023 is basically, like, all these, like, unions are going to strike...
1: Yeah, writer yeah. strike, now there's the actors. The
0: actor strikes, uh, they don't have an animator animation strike, but I believe that's coming on the horizons. I don't know. Like fucking the Marvel VFX artists right now, like for the MCU, they wanna get unionized. Because it's got yeah, it's just gotten to the point where now like you like these companies, these big companies take such like advantage all these like talented like animators and then it's just like like you see the you see the finished part of this film and it's fucking amazing and it's like to know that some of these guys don't even get paid half of what what they should be getting it's kind of fucking crazy to me
1: yeah i mean it's the world we live in yeah not to get too close to our own situation Uh,
0: well yeah (laughs) yeah support support the strike
1: (laughs) support the union
0: yeah but uh yeah man like I just love how like every part of this film feels like a different aspect to look at you know there's so much like details that even me just talking about it like I can't really explain it until you actually watch it
1: there's a lot going on a lot of the frame so
0: Yeah, so this was your first time watching it. So what was your uh, reaction?
1: I mean, besides the ending, uh, I mean, it was good. I probably have stated before I like films that make a lot of references to other things. Like, I know a lot of people don't like that kind of thing in films where it's just like a bunch of fan service, essentially. Yeah. But I love that kind of stuff. So this Mm -hmm. was like, you know, I like this Made me really like the film because I'm just like, oh shit, it's that, just that, you know. And like, besides, b- besides the fan service, the actual plot started to do more of like the, uh, you know, it was an origin movie again. <laughs> thankfully, yeah, you know, it actually started started to develop the characters more. You know, as a, also a Spider-Man fan for a while now, it's just also developed the whole concept of Spider-Man as well. I found yeah I mean, the general idea of spider man is like he has to suffer to become who he is as a person, yeah, and this sort of explains the idea of like but why mm-hmm. but, like why does he have to suffer mm-hmm. It's because like that's how it is, like
0: yeah, and that's true i I feel like if anything, this is the most love letter to spider man fans out there, because it, it I feel like it quite essentially just deals with everything about spider-man like yeah like the fan service jokes are there you know like when you see them pointing at each other like everybody's just pointing at each other all the spider-mans right like yeah we get that joke you know like it's cute whatever and then goes into the scene where like during the therapy thing yeah and talking about like yeah his uncle right And, and uh Again, it's, it's hilarious cuz you think, like you know like what that's about. Like if you're a big Spider-Man fan, you get those references off the bat off the top of your head. Exactly. And uh, like that's all good, but then like this movie is the only movie I feel like that actually like really challenges the fact of of like who Spider-Man is.
1: Yeah, so, not just Miles Morales as a character, but just like the whole idea of Spider-Man as a a hero, I guess. Yeah. I mean a consistent thing throughout his whole story is through like almost every iteration of Spider-Man is one, he's has some sort of tragic backstory where you know his uncle died, or his you know, his father died, or so and so died, and then someone close to him dies, and then you know, he ends up having strained relationships with everyone around him. Yeah, and so on and so forth, you know. I mean I was thinking about this, it reminds me of this one particular Spider-Man comic, which people might know, which is, um, essentially at one point he meets the, whatever the Marvel universe's equivalent of God is called like the one above all, I think, comics. So he's essentially God. You mean Stanley? He's supposed to be, it's supposed to, might be implied he's Stanley, but it's like, it's God, right? It's just a God. Who appears to him like apparently looking like a homeless man, but so basically Spider Man asks him like like why, do like the people I love die like why did my aunt have this is after in the the comics his aunt had died at this point as well yeah of old age not due to anything else and and he's like why do I have to suffer sort of thing like who like and then basically God eventually puts into perspective like through your suffering you've Ended up helping all these other people, you know, and I, I think he sort of accepts that answer. And I guess this time, uh, not to get too far out of the plot, you know, it's sort of they try to make a different decision. That it's like, you know, it's like, why, why can't I be selfish as a person, right? Yeah, Spider Man's always been like a sort of <clears throat> selfless character to the point of fault, where it's like it's self destructive how. Watch he feels the need to help other people. Yeah. Anyway, this isn't a Spider-Man podcast, but...
0: Yeah, hey, it might as well be at this point.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but it's like... That's what I kind of like about this film. I like that kind of idea. I was like, maybe this is the universe where, you know, Spider-Man can actually just be, like, happy, you know? Sort of.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well... I
1: mean, his uncle died in the last film, so... So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah. That is true. He did die. So... What else is to say, man? Is there any aspects that you didn't like?
1: Besides the ending, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, nothing really major. I mean, I guess you could say at one point in the middle, the plot just sort of devolves into like some fan service. Like I already said, that's not a problem for me, but I could see how some people would have an issue with it. Mm, okay, like there is a pretty big point in the film where it's just kind of like not really. Like it's just kind of like a big action sequence, yeah. Which I like, but you know, it's kind of just like an excuse to shove as much like references in as possible as well, yeah. But I don't know. I I don't. Well, mind. I mean,
0: also like the movie was like
1: it's also like almost two and a half hours. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's, like if I it's- also do
0: think that like this movie lacked action as much as the other one did. Maybe,
1: maybe. I guess. Yeah, I guess it's more focused on like the character drama rather than like the action part of it, but Yeah. yeah there's enough action, I feel. There
0: is. I just I guess it it makes you I guess like what I'm watching it, I'm think I'm not really thinking about the action part parts. To me, like the action parts were like some like second to what I really wanted to like enjoy cuz I was more like I was more happy just listening to like Like, a Miles Morales, like, dealing with his issues with Gwen, you know? Or, like, their little, like, romance-ish.
1: Or talking to his parents or something.
0: Or talks to his parents, exactly. Or Gwen dealing with her dad. And shit like that. Like, that was more, to me, more engaging than it was, like, just the action parts.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of why I think Spider-Man as a character is one of my favorite. Especially imagine the youth watching this today might find it, you know, like a lot of people did, just relatable as a teenager, right? Dealing your parents' house under their rules, right? Yeah. Some of the parents might find it relatable, especially... I found that interesting as I got older. as I've gotten older now. That's probably, like, they put it from the parents' perspective as well. Where it's, like, how do you deal with, like, raising a child who's, like, growing older and growing apart from you slowly? Yeah. It's, like... Now, it's not just, like, a one-sided thing, like, oh, they don't understand me because I'm Spider-Man, you know, like, and I can't tell them. It's sort of, like, their parents are like, yeah, what, what do we do? Like, it's not even about Spider-Man, just, like, just getting older and doing his own thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. No. There's a lot of good uh, aspects they went through the character development in this, I felt that was a strong point of it, in my opinion, so.
0: hmm no, you're right. You're right. Uh well, it's a two and a half hour movie, Brandon. You wanna try to break it down as much as as possible?
1: I mean, I feel like it won't be as long to break down, honestly. But uh yeah, I mean we could start. So basically it starts off in uh Spider Gwen's universe, Spider Gwen Stacy as Spider Woman.
0: Yeah.
1: We just uh It goes over her backstory a little bit about like how her tragic death and hers was, her best friend was Peter Parker at the time who eventually turned into the lizard. Yeah. And also what is with this universe, like (laughs) Spider-Man making all the characters like animal characters, like actual animals like (laughs) fucking the lizard, just a giant fucking lizard. Like, yeah. Like he's not like a lizard. He's not a lizard man. Not a lizard man with like a lab coat. Mm -hmm. It's like I am actually just a giant lizard clothes on for some reason.
0: Yeah, and the first movie did the same thing as well.
1: Green Goblin's like a giant fucking, like, action. I don't know why he was, like, 20 stories tall, or, like, 20 feet tall. Mm-hmm. Like, goblins are generally considered small. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, actually, according to lore, you know, <laughs> Lord of the Rings, they were <laughs> D&D, you know, like, yeah. I don't know why they made him so fucking big, but. Yeah,
0: well, I guess to be intimidating. I mean, like, also they have, like, scorpion being, like, literally on scorpion legs. Like, mechanical scorpion legs.
1: Yeah, also, also the one point where it's, like, fucking, they're showing the villains from the Was One of them was, like, just a fucking rhinoceros. Like, actually just an animal. Yeah. It's, like, a rhinoceros. So like, did you just capture, like, a rhino from the wild and <laughs> lock him up there? And, like yeah. <laughs> Imagine this universe Spider-Man just going around in, like, the fucking like zoo and just beating the shit out of random animals because <laughs> he's like they got out again <laughs> just fuck start punching them uh, man just fighting like the fucking like goes into the fucking reptile terrarium and just starts <laughs> like like fuck you lizard just throwing Star- them, Dr. Right Octopus starts throwing the geckos around But <laughs> like not you again <laughs> get out of here uh Oh, that's funny. Spider-Man's just an actual spider.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I believe that, like, the rhinoceros might be, like, when the, like, because you see the spider cat? I don't know. Maybe it's
1: yeah, it was the Spider-Man cat
0: fighting Spider-Man. the rhinoceros.
1: <laughs> yeah, why didn't they make one where Spider-Man's, like, an actual, just a spider? Like, a regular size spider. Oh, my God. A regular size spider, yeah. Like, they already made, like, spider pig, where it's a, a, a spider that got bitten by a radioactive pig.
0: You mean Spider-Ham?
1: Spider-Ham, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Spider-Pig,
1: I'm just thinking about the Simpsons movie. <laughs> Spider-Pig, Spider-Pig. Yeah, anyway, so you really, she did that, and then her dad, Captain Stacy, who thought she killed him, you know, that's sort of happened in other movies as well. I think that happened in Amazing Spider-Man 1 as well, where Gwen Stacy thought Spider-Man killed somebody.
0: No, no, uh, that's just comic books.
1: Oh, yeah, you're right, that's just comic books. That does happen, that's in the original comic books.
0: Yeah, Gwen Stacy thinks that uh, Spider-Man killed his dad, and then she has sex with Norman Osborn. (laughs) I don't know.
1: (laughs) And Harry Osborn.
0: Oh, I thought it was Norman.
1: Oh, it's their son.
0: No, I know, but I'm saying that, like, in the original comic book run of Spider-Man... Uh, she thinks that she, uh, Spider-Man kills, uh, his dad, her dad, and then, like, I think she knows Peter is Spider-Man,
1: I think? No, she doesn't know that.
0: No, she doesn't know that. Okay, but she ends up, like, fucking Norman Osborn,
1: apparently. That didn't happen. No? Uh, It was Harry? Yeah, no, I didn't... Look... Just to be clear, no one has any sex blatantly in the original Spider-Man comics. Or just has
0: a relationship.
1: Yeah, that was also like the weird 60s where everyone's dating everyone. Like Harry Osborn's, you know, dating Mary Jane. Yeah. But also has a thing with Gwen Stacy and Gwen Stacy's also dating Peter Parker but then he also had a thing with like fucking Betty Brandt and so it's like it's yeah. all over everyone's just like all over the place. They're just dating everyone they can.
0: Oh yeah, it just sounds like Spider Man in a nutshell though. Cause, and then, like,
1: then Liz Allen's in there at one point in yeah. high school. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, well, yeah. well,
0: Spider Man gets to all the girls, man.
1: What can I say? <laughs> it's all the gets all the women, yeah. Black cat, come on. I'm pretty sure she was there. Yeah. I mean she comes later, but so Comes after the Incident with Gwen Stacy, so yeah, but yeah. So anyway, back to this universe. So after that, like she has a strained relationship with her dad, and she ends up hearing like, her Dad's like, I'm gonna catch sp- this spider woman, you know, like oh, so yeah. Eventually, they get a disturbance at like an art museum, and they say it's the vulture. In this one, it's. Adam Tombs instead of Adrian Tombs.
0: Oh, I thought I heard Adrian Tombs. Maybe, Adam, I don't know. It's Adam a, Tombs. That's a fucking Mandela effect over here.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, they go there. First of all, you know, this a hint of things not being right where they say, like, oh, like, it's like, what is he saying? He's like, oh, I don't know. Do you speak Italian? I'm like, he the Italian? Like, I don't remember that fact. Like, yeah. You go in and the vulture comes out and he's like, looks like he's a fucking Da Vinci painting, essentially. Yeah. And Gwendolyn is like, oh, yeah, I see what's going on here. It's like, yeah, you're from a different dimension, right? So I was like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Fucking paper mache looking motherfucker.
1: Yeah, exactly. I like
0: I got to give. uh, uh, Yeah. The animation on him is like fucking amazing.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's interesting just how they do such contrasting styles within the same shots. It's just.
0: Yeah. Like, you're already on, like, I already uh, said that, like, when Stacey's, uh world is already looking, it already looks great. And then, yeah, just having a, like, contrast, like, of this, like, Leonardo da Vinci style design, like, moving around in the same frame as the world. It's just, yeah, it's just crazy that, like, you're able to, like, they're able to do that and, look like, make it look so good.
1: Yeah, make it look, like, not terrible. Yeah. Could very easily do, especially with the how out there this kind of looks. Like even when he's throwing the bombs, it like when they open up, they like fucking turn in like a schematic and before they explode. Yeah. Like, what is like Jesus Christ, the amount of detail they put into this random fucking villain. Yeah, exactly. It's like essentially what they call villain of the week at one point. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like Jesus, they didn't need to go this hard. Yeah, exactly. It could have just been like Oh, I am a stick man from the stick man dimension. You know, Yeah, I'm just yeah. fucking cheese it up. But yeah. So the Lego Spider-Man dimension, yeah. <laughs> the Lego Spider-Man, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, that makes sense considering that this is a Phil Lord and Chris Miller production. Yeah. And they directed the Lego movies,
1: so. That makes sense then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, she's fighting this, and in the between the fighting this, another Spider-Man appears, which is our main I don't, honestly, he might say he, he, might he is like, the antagonist, the main antagonist of the film. Honestly, it's like the actual villain of the film is not less of an antagonist and more of like a plot device.
0: Yeah, I feel like you're maybe the next movie he might like turn into
1: the main antagonist. But yeah, yeah, it's good. a debate
0: though. Like maybe you might think that uh, Miguel isn't an antagonist. Like, I I mean it, no, the, I'm saying uh, like like you think that he is the main antagonist, and that's hundred percent. Like that does that's a hundred percent way reason for you to believe that. But I mean, I do think it's also an argument.
1: Yeah, I mean he's he's morally questionable. Yeah, you know? I mean so it's, it's it's we're seeing this film from Miles' perspective, so we're meant to root for him. So he's seen as an antagonist, obviously. Yeah, but it's it's sort of one of those like, I guess if you want to compare it to any like Marvel film, he's like the Thanos of this, where it's like he has a point. You no. Know?
0: Okay, so like he's an antagonist that like he doesn't think that he's the antagonist. He thinks he's the hero.
1: Yeah, like in he's his doing own the story. Right well, he clearly yeah. very says he thinks he's doing the right thing, right? Like, yeah. He, he doesn't like question it. Yeah. He's like, no, this is the way things have to be done. Yeah,
0: so those are. I feel like, like in movies now, there's like, I feel like a lot of movies go for these villains now—the morally antagonist, the antagonist Wait, with morals.
1: Yeah, the, the understandable villain. I don't know what the actual term is, but yeah, yeah, yeah. In comparison to like the last one we talked about, where we just said the fucking villain's a fucking evil asshole, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Or fucking, yeah, fucking Chang Song is just just a dick. Like, yeah, Shang Song is a dick. He's not redeemable in any way. And
0: then going back to our Street Fighter podcast, it's the same thing with Bison. He's just evil because he is evil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He likes being evil.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, but in these kinds of films, they like to have more, like, morally questionable people.
0: And you, you can even say the same thing with this, with. The other uh, antagonist of the film, Spot, we get into him a little bit more, but I also think that he's a more uh, a morally a moral antagonist as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, because
0: yeah. everything he's trying to achieve is kind of like his own revenge, in in a sense, because he got turned. He he didn't want to be this person.
1: Yeah, I mean, but it became like sort of he became the villain over time, right? Yeah like he went from you know maybe sympathetic to just becoming like a villain. Yeah. He 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 got corrupted, so.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah, so yeah, that's the other villain, lesser known villain in the Spider-Man universe spot.
0: Yeah. Which is kind of crazy that they even like like you you think like why would they go from like Kingpin who is a huge villain in the fucking in in the first film or just like Kingpin has a character is a huge villain for Spider-Man. I think so personally.
1: A much lesser known one. Yeah, no, Kingpin is huge. He's in Spider-Man, he's in Daredevil, you know. Yeah, Sometimes like in the Punisher.
0: Yeah, exactly. So he's a huge character that like a lot of people are aware who he is as a as a villain, you know. And then you go from this to the spot.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It's was- He's had his appearances, but it's not like like a big villain. But I guess it made sense given his powers that it it fits into the the film, right? Exactly. It's 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 it makes for convenient like storytelling. Otherwise, it'd be like you'd have to think of some other way to get like the dimensions opened again after the fucking destroyed the collider last time. Yeah, it's like another guy came back and built another collider. Like, what are you gonna do? (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. So it's not like they're just. Chucking like villains because of their name, you know, they're not chucking venom into this because, like, you could easily try to chuck a, a character like venom in, in a second film, or like another huge character from the Spider-Man roster. There's a, there's millions of them. I
1: mean, you know,
0: you could chuck another Mysterio, you could chuck a Doc, another Doc Ock, if you have to.
1: Exactly, they could try and make up some shit. Be like- yeah. Oh, Dr. Octopus built, like, a dimensional machine or fucking Mysterio figured out how to actually do magic or some shit, like...
0: Yeah, exactly. So, it's, like... But the fact that they went for the spot and, like, quite essentially a goofy character to tear now, where he goes after, I think that's awesome.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it's good. They need to... I'm completely fine with them bringing in lesser-known villains as long as it works with the plot. Mm-hmm. Like... Like you don't need to always stick to like Green Goblin, Kingpin, Stereo, yeah, you know, so on for so on Craven, so Raven. on so forth. You don't need to like only the Sinister Sex. You can have like other villains.
0: Yeah, Chameleon. It was my love for Chameleon? Come on.
1: Chameleon the first the first villain Spider Man ever fought. Yeah. Technically, other than I guess like I honestly
0: thought it was lizard first though. Oh, so
1: it's it was chameleon. Yeah, it
0: was chameleon, yeah.
1: That was also back when he didn't have his, like, beard face. He just wore, like, a mask ah. over his face and then put other masks over that mask. <laughs> oh, That was also back when Spider-Man was going through his, like, angsty teenager phase, so he was a bit of an asshole. Mm. Like, you guys don't understand me. Fuck you, Fantastic Four. You won't let me join. I'll do my own thing. You know, that, uh. that happened, Yeah. Yeah. The famous Spider-Man 1 cover where he's fighting, looks like he's fighting the Fantastic Four.
0: Mm, okay. So this is before uh, Bagman, right?
1: Bagman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, was he Bagman ever in that comic? He was, actually. No. Oh, I can't remember. It's been so long since I read that now. Mm. I have to go back and read it. Anyway. Back to the film, we got uh, Miguel O'Hara, a.k.a. Spider-Man 2099. Yep. Was hinted at, at the end of the last film as being this film. mm mm-hmm. just? He's basically, he comes in to help stop the vulture, and it's just like, what's going on? They get introduced to another Spider-Woman.
0: Um, I want to see if 2099 is from the 90s, if he was created in the 90s. I think
1: he was created in the
0: 80s. Oh, okay. Well, I uh, can, you can double check that though. Yeah, because uh, I just think that's like Miguel O'Hara is like the like, like it just makes sense that he's in the 90s because the 90s are trying to like make every character like look a little bit more edgier.
1: Oh, yeah, it was 92.
0: Yeah, I, I fucking knew it. It's, it's the 90s, man.
1: Make like the edgy characters. Yeah. Yeah. Like or so
0: edgy like, looking characters.
1: Edgy Lords. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, this isn't your mom's Spider-Man. Yeah. The new Spider-Man, he's...
0: Brody and making like, yeah, or he's not even, uh... He doesn't even have the same spider powers. He's a fucking vampire. He's a
1: fucking Morbius over here. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, Miguel O'Hara, basically, he's not Peter Parker. He just, like, just quick comic book... Origin class, he's just like a guy from the future who uh, wanted to create the same spider serum that gave Peter Parker his powers. At uh, this time, there's no, like no superheroes, by the way, too. And uh, basically, he in, he injects himself with the serum, but it, instead of give him like actual like Peter Parker abilities, it actually just gave him like like actual spider powers. Yeah, like, he becomes, like,
1: like half-spider. Exactly. why he looks like a vampire. He has, like, fangs.
0: Yeah, he has fangs, there's claws, and, like, he also, like, there's, like, he has to keep himself, like, under check the entire time, or, like, the spider shit, like, consumes him.
1: He becomes an actual spider-man and spider. <laughs>
0: Man-spider, yeah, basically, and, uh, he doesn't even, he can't stick to walls like Peter Parker can, he doesn't even have spider-sense- Like majority of everything about him is like through his suit.
1: Yeah, he uses technology. Yeah.
0: Because, I mean, he's in 2099. So, you know, you just think that everything's technological at that point.
1: They're in the future.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it's like basically he just has like an Iron Man suit. And he has like an Iron Man AI named Lila.
1: Yeah, he's essentially the Tony Stark of the Spider-Man world.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just an edg- edgier Tony Stark. <laughs>
1: depressed Tony Stark. Well, <laughs> to, well Tony Stark, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, non-alcoholic depressed Tony Stark. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, Miguel O'Hara comes out. He starts at uh, fighting with the Vulture, and they're having trouble. So they call in some backup. In this case, it's uh, what's the character's name? Jess Drew. Just
0: right? drew Spider-Man, a woman, yeah.
1: Spider-Woman. Would you, she has a more classic Spider-Woman costume. Like, with the style, at least. Yeah, I colors. I feel
0: like she's, like, a homage to, like, black uh, sportation films.
1: She sort of like, is, yeah. Like,
0: Jackie Brown type of style.
1: I mean, she sort of is, yeah. But it's like, but she has, like, the classic Spider-Woman costume, almost. Yeah. Except she's pregnant in this, so.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, she in the uh, comic book, she's actually white, Jessica Drew.
1: Yeah, I mean, not surprised, honestly.
0: Yeah, so, in this, they made her African-American, which is, again, it's a good note.
1: Once again, this is, like, alternate universes, so it doesn't really fucking matter anyway. Exactly. So it's like, when you have a literal cat, a Spider-Man, that's shooting webs out of its mouth while it's meowing at you, it's like, bro.
0: Yeah, it doesn't really matter like what what they're doing. It's a multiverse. Just get with it.
1: It's like yeah, it doesn't. It actually doesn't matter. So eventually, they kid they capture the vulture, and uh he almost destroys. Like he he almost blows up the whole museum. And eventually, they save all the civilians, right? Mm-hmm. And where Captain Stacy pops out and be like, "I'm here to arrest you, Spider Woman." And he's like, no, don't do it. And he's like, and he's like, you know, I'm serious about this. And so uh, this is where Gwen decides to reveal her identity to her dad. And her dad's just like in shock at this point, but ends up still trying to arrest her. Yeah. So Miguel saves her from that. And he's like, yeah, okay, well, you can, you can come with us. You know, I guess, cause he felt sorry for her at that point. So he, she ends up going to the other dimension. So Yeah this is where the movie actually starts yeah. after like 30 minutes, but, uh, goes back to the regular or regular, the, the world with miles Morales is Spider-Man and we get introduced, uh, you know, he's still doing the Spider-Man thing, you know, he's still, uh, very successful. Too. He's, yeah. He's doing it well. And then we get introduced to the main villain of the film, the spot, as we mentioned, he has, a interdimensional powers in a way, or he can open up holes through dimensions and, like, tell like travel through them, essentially.
0: Yeah, so when you first begin with him, he's basically, like, a goofball character.
1: Yeah, like, he's trying to steal, like, any, from an ATM in, like, a bodega, but he can't get, like, the actual cash in it. Yeah. So he ends up just, like, knocking everything over and, like, falling through... You know, and then he ends up trying to fight Spider-Man. He's like, I'm the spot. And like fucking bread's falling out of his chest. Yeah. Laughs laughing at him. He's like, you think funny? Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Pretty much. Just how like a Spider-Man interaction would be.
1: But yeah, so. They go through like fighting the, sp- he goes through fighting the spot. Meanwhile, his family, his like mom and his dad are waiting for him at like the guidance counselor of his school and, you know, this is sort of where he gets into, like, the typical Spider-Man thing. Like, just, you know, his personal life's getting sabotaged by him being Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, him having to, like, step in at every time. Yeah. So, he, he fights the spot. you know, sort of kidnaps, kidnaps him, captures him briefly, mm-hmm. goes to the guidance counselor meeting, and they sort of, like, they basically be like, yeah, you need to have, like, a story. About like what you want to do, and this gives us more into the idea of like him growing up, where he talks about going to like a, a college. Well, first of all, it's 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 Princeton, and it's in New Jersey, which is like his mom's like that's too far, and it's like that's bro, it's you're in New York, like yeah, it's literally the next state over. Like, yeah, it's
0: literally a bridge uh, apart, A
1: bridge too far. Yeah,
0: but it's like I guess it just like carries into that New York tradition that like New Yorkers just fucking hate New Jersey. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I interpret it more as just like his mom doesn't want to let him go.
0: Oh, but yeah, but um, you can't not say that like that's not a thing. Like, New York is like, does yeah, like I mean, people is, do not like Jersey? That is all. a
1: thing, but they didn't, I don't think that was it. <laughs> no. Yeah, for. But yeah, so they're like, okay, well, we're, we'll talk about it, sort of. And he ends up running off again to like finish doing this. His dad goes back on the job and then. He ends up having to fight the spot because he got out because you know he has dimensional powers. So, end up fighting the spot and spots has like a like a whole monologue about like, oh, I'm the scientist you threw a bagel at in the last film. Yeah, like sort of a goofy character, but then he goes like sort of all intense at one point. Like you will respect me. Yeah, and he ends up being goofy again and literally kicking himself in the ass and went into the shadow realm.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> they're like, what, what, like, what happened there? He's like. His own butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah good one, Spider-Man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then that's when he realizes that he can basically go into, like, the multiverse.
1: Yeah, that's essentially when his whole, like, villain arc, his actual villain arc begins. Not just, like, robbing fucking random convenience stores. Yeah. So, yeah, meanwhile, while that's happening, uh, Gwen eventually comes back. You know, first of all, you know, once again, you know, Miles gets grounded by his parents because he shows up late to his dad's, like, barbecue where he's basically talking about how he got promoted to the captain of the police force. Grounded, Mr. Yeah. For a whole month. It's like, he doesn't want to tell them about him being Spider-Man because I guess he can't for typical Spider-Man reasons. But, uh... So while he's grounded, Gwen shows up again, you know, they reconnect, you know, mm-hmm. they have a brief sort of romantic thing going on, or he's like every other universe, you know, Spider-Man has this thing with Gwen Stacy, and like Miles starts to like inch his hand closer, and he's like, yeah, it doesn't end well, and he's like,
0: oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: And he's like, well, who said he can't change? And he's like, oh, the-
0: Fucking Peter Parker, sorry, Miles Riz right there?
1: Miles, Yeah. <laughs> Miles Riz Morales, his, he, he upped his Riz from the last movie. Yeah, where he's just awkwardly putting his hand and going, "Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> got the Riz," as the kids say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, while that's happening, Gwen's there for actually other reasons, where she's tracking the spot.
0: Yeah,
1: so he eventually, you know, leaves miles and just be like i gotta do something right
0: without awkwardly having that interaction with her parents
1: yeah 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 she's she's she meets up with miles's parents be like i don't know just say hi to them i was found that kind of weird how like she just appeared with them and they're just like cool with it
0: yeah i know right
1: after he snuck out and like Maybe it's because it's like they're kind of like, oh, that's what he did was doing, you know? Yeah, it's it's a just girl. hanging out with a girl. <laughs> you know, he's at that awkward teenage year. Yeah, He's like fifteen, so yeah, they understand. Like, okay, yeah, we we get it, sort of.
0: Yeah, well, it's true.
1: We can't be like too mad at him.
0: I know. Like, they can't. have
1: to be mad, like just on principle of being his parents, but like they understand.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, they show up, and then. Uh, They're being kind of like superly awkward with her, like as you expect how their parent, like how they've been parents, to be super awkward, which is kind of weird considering that, like, like his parents are like very young looking.
1: Maybe they just look young. Yeah, they're like, I mean, like how is he fifteen? So maybe what they're in their late forties, probably at most. Yeah. So like. Maybe early fifties, if in like they're older, but still they're not like that old.
0: No, I I, I would think that they were like I uh, you say late forties. I'm thinking like early forties.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say they're probably they're like middle aged. Yeah, they're not like they're not super old, but they're old enough to I guess not be be hip with the youth, you know? Yeah, as they say. Well,
0: I understand like the dad not being hip to the youth, considering he's like a he's a square. Because he's a cop.
1: I mean, his mom is also a square. Yeah. Like as soon as Gwen leaves, she's like, "Oh, I didn't mean to ice your game, honey." <laughs> like no one today says those words in that order. <laughs>
0: ice your game, yo! But I understood it. Maybe I'm old. Maybe I'm old. If somebody, if I, I, I would probably say that to somebody. You know, like yo, my bad. I didn't mean to like cock. I would say cock block, but this is a PG movie, so. Like, Yeah, I would say ice your game. It's not that I understand it.
1: You're also old, apparently. Yeah,
0: I guess so. I shouldn't be saying Rizzo. Huh? <laughs> like, yo, I okay, I like fun fact at work, I said, I said, like one of these, I said, that's cap. That's cap. I said, that's cap. And then there's one dude, it's like, dude, how old are you? I'm like, 28. And you say cap? I'm like, oh, shit, am I old? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
1: Was his response did he say that's cap
0: no well I guess no oh no but he I guess he knows this sl- he knew that it was a slang but he thought it was like I was older so like he's like wondering like how
1: old are you yeah, apparently if you're old you're not allowed to use new slang at all
0: no I guess not
1: can't be like oh that's cap you get like
0: looked down upon because you're like oh you're old like you're not supposed to say that you know and I'm like I
1: don't know are you capping sir <laughs> You must be capping. <coughs> yeah, exactly. You can't you can't say anything. Yeah,
0: basically when you're when you turn in a certain age apparently you cannot say slang to to the younger the
1: young person slang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like the whole Simpsons the grandpa's Simpson instant thing where he's like like you aren't with it old man and he's like I was once with it but then they changed what it was. And now what I was with it wasn't it. And what? A, what is it? It's strange and scary to me. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, I can't. I can't go up to people and say, "Yo, what's good?" You know, people would just be like, ew. That's What's
1: good, player?
0: <laughs> player. What, what is happening? Not I even mean player, <laughs> just player. <laughs> what
1: is happening, player? What's 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 popping? What is good in the hood, my brother? <laughs> oh. you have to say it in the most like robotic way possible yo too. that's
0: sick i guess the meme guy is, uh,
1: the meme is the steve buscemi like what is up fellow teenagers yeah. <laughs> it looks like he's 40 years old yeah. also he's steve buscemi so he likes even more <laughs> <Yeah>. awkward.
0: <clears throat> i'm <laughs> dying oh my god
1: disrespect to steve buscemi but yeah you look kind of awkward yeah (laughs) he just has that face
0: yeah (laughs) uh i'm dead
1: anyway back to the movie (laughs) so yeah after gwen leaves his mom's been like has a little heart to heart and be like you know we don't have to talk about your problems now like you can go you know chase after your girl but you're still grounded right basically being like you know i don't know what you're going through but we're here for you sort of thing like they're just supportive parents they're good parents I mean, that's the one thing I guess is consistent in a lot of Spider-Man universes. He has a good, like, set of, like, parents or role models or guardians or whatever you call them. A little supportive of him, hmm Like Aunt May, Uncle Ben, and then Peter Parker, Captain Stacy for Gwen, you know. He always has, like, parents that look out for him. Yeah. So, so anyway, he chases after Gwen, who fi- he finds out in, like, working for this, like, Well, he already knew she was working for, like, the interdimensional spider force. Yeah. But she's like, yeah, you can't join for reasons that I cannot say. So tracks her back to where the spot was, like, doing something in this building and finds out that, like, it was the Alchemax building. Yeah. And he's basically just, like, going to various Alchemaxes through the various universes and absorbing the powers of the colliders to empower himself. Yeah. So she's like, "Ah, shit." Essentially,
0: which kind of makes me wonder. Like, are you telling me that all these fucking universes are doing the same collider bullshit as like, as like the
1: first movie? It's possible. It's not like, well, I mean, if the theory is there's like infinite universes, right? Then yeah. like there should be enough of them that are doing it mm. that like they that he could gather the powers, right?
0: Yeah, but wouldn't that just fuck up, like... Wouldn't that just be fucking up their, uh, like, the multiverse in general? And then it just becomes, like, an ongoing cycle of just doing the same fucking thing?
1: Yeah, but the guy doesn't fucking care. Yeah. So yeah. No, I'm
0: just wondering. I'm like, okay, so are you telling me that all these Spider-Mans had to just stop each Collider event that's happening?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just so it doesn't happen again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Damn. It just happens, I mean... That's part of the canon, as they say. Yeah. I'm just going to explain that term for people who may or may not know what that means briefly. Canon in, like, storytelling or, you know, world building, like, it's usually in things that involve world building, like long-running series. Something that's canon is something that's considered, you know, within the world, within the universe, it's considered, like, consistent with the universe. So, like, a lot of, like... You know, with the whole MCU being, like, the big thing now, looking back at, like, um, No Way Home, you know, that's bringing, like, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield into it essentially brings them into the canon of the MCU. Like, they are now officially part of it. Like, they're not just, like, separate movies that had nothing to do with, like, this, like, current Peter Parker. They are now part of that. Yeah. That's what canon means, so, like, canon is just things that are like consistent throughout the universes
0: exactly it, it it's it, it's created in a way that's kind of like streamlined yeah like in a sense like for instance if uh how how i, I can only really make it as like a, as like a manga like reference because that's like where i first learned what canon meant it was like watching dragon ball for instance right Dragon Ball is the first, like, it's the creation of Akira Toriyama. He created that. And then it goes from Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z. And then once it starts going to, like, the spin off, which is Dragon Ball GT, people considering it that it's non canon. But at the time, it was considered canon because that was the only other, like, sequel to Dragon Ball Z. So it was considered canon. But now that he came back and he made a spin and he made the continuation of Dragon Ball Z, which is Dragon Ball Super, GT becomes non-canon now. Exactly. It's its own thing. Yeah. Now that like the original creator came back and decided to rewrite or just to continue the series where he left off he's able to change certain aspects that don't lead up to whatever the spin-off is, which hence becomes non-canon.
1: Yeah. So they mentioned canon events in this time or this movie a few times, which basically means things that are supposed to be consistent without the universes, which they explain more later. So, yeah, but getting back into it. So they track the spot to this, uh, Indian version of, uh, Spider Man's Manhattan. No, it's Moombatan. No, but it's supposed to be like the Indian version of yeah, Manhattan. It's so yeah, it's called Mumbaton. So yeah, supposed to be. And they have, of course, Indian Spider Man, whose name I cannot pronounce and I will not try to pronounce.
0: Havelar, <laughs> yeah. Pav,
1: Pavatir, Prabha, Prabhakar. So sorry, I butcher that horribly. They say <laughs> yeah. it in the movie, but I was like, oh, they're not gonna remember that. Yeah. He's basically a Indian Spider-Man who's really cocky and egotistic and it's kind of funny. Yeah. So like, oh, my life's so great, you know. <laughs> He's Indian just, Spider-Man uh, is easy, you know. I got a girlfriend, you know. Which is like kind of hilarious. Hair, my hair is so good, yeah. I don't use any product.
0: Which is so, kind of hilarious considering where, like, what Miles does kind of, like, continues that trend of him. Because, yeah, exactly. yeah, he didn't experience this canon event. <laughs>
1: So yeah, they uh, they follow the spot there and chase him to the collider, and they try to stop him. And then we get introduced to another Spider-Man briefly, is Spider Punk, who's supposed to be Hobie Brown in this, which people know the comics. Hobie Brown origin was the original Prowler in the comics, actually. So
0: yeah, I, guess, I think so.
1: Yes, this is correct. I I read that one. So. Wow. So. This is sort of like a mishmash of two different characters. Mm-hmm. Spider-Punk is a character, I think, in the comics, but is not Hobie Brown.
0: Mm, I don't know. Let me sp- s- research that.
1: What, who Spider-Punk is?
0: Spider-Punk, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's like a British. <laughs> he's kind of like the stupidest character. He's, he's like the gay character in this film. Yeah. He's like, I'm against the establishment, you know? Like, I don't follow any rules. Not even my own, you know? Like...
0: Well, here he is called Hobie Brown.
1: Yeah, and this one, like I said, he is Hobie Brown, but in the comics, I don't know, he's not the same Brown,
0: right? Oh, so. yeah. So, uh, no, I lo- uh Speaking of uh, Spider Punk, I uh, like the person I'm more in love with it, its design is him.
1: Yeah, they did it very. I was reading the trivia that it said it took him like three years to get his style down completely. Yeah. Or it's, it looks like he's very, he's, he's changing colors and he's like, it looks kind of, he's like, he's made out of paper. Like it's weird. Like, yeah, like it, it, it's very interesting to look at. It's very distinct. So.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like the style is basically like, like when, like it's very UK ish in a sense. It's like UK during the like revolution days or like in the eighties or like,
1: and Kurok scene yeah yeah i mean i guess that's what they're going for something just very vivid and stands out you know yeah that's he's supposed to be his character right exactly
0: and no like he's a great character like you you say he's a gay character which sure maybe he is the gay character but like i i just feel like like half of the shit like it's it, it's always in tune to his character even where like his like decisions kind of go at the end like going to the end of the film. It, it makes sense from his character standpoint as the guy who's like against like the opposition or just like against authority
1: against the establishment. Yeah. He doesn't believe in the man. He
0: doesn't believe in anything.
1: <laughs> he doesn't believe in labels. Meanwhile, labels himself. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, don't you say you didn't believe in labels? Also, yeah. it's hinted that Miles is slightly jealous because he's been hanging out with Gwen for a while. Yeah, He's like, whoa, what is it? And she let, she let him; he let him stay over a few times, you
0: know. And when a girl is leaving your toothbrush at your place, man, dog, pack up, <laughs> move it's on to the next girl, just man.
1: He's just a friend. <laughs> yeah,
0: just move on, man. It, it ain't happening. It is Marky out here? Yeah. When when she says, "Don't worry, he's just a friend." He's not. <laughs>
1: rest, rest in peace, Bismarcky. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, the spot man has actually succeeded as planned he absorbs the power and becomes, like, this interdimensional being. Briefly shows Miles the future of, like, his dad dying and uh, whoever the equivalent of Captain Stacy is in this universe is. Captain Singh, I believe. Yeah. Who's, like... Uh, Indian Spider-Man's girlfriend's dad, you know? Yeah. She's, like, the Gwen Stacy of this universe, so... Yeah. Dying as well, so he's, like, oh, what is that? Is the future, right? So the building just, like, collapses, and they have to start saving it, and this is where the big, like, turning point comes, I guess, in the film for, like, you know, Miles being introduced to the multiverse where he saves Captain Singh from, you know, dying, which they briefly say, like, oh, this is a canon event coming, right? Mm-hmm. So, basically, if you knew, as we explained what canon means, you're like, okay, that means... And also, you saw the Vision News, you're like, okay, this means that this guy's supposed to die because that's just what happens, right? Yeah. Like, Captain Stacy dies, you know, he's supposed to die. But Miles prevents it from happening, which causes the world to start glitching out. Yeah. And then, like, the other Spider-Mans come in from the other universe be like, okay, we'll contain this for now. Meanwhile, you come with us to, like, the... Like, uh, Spider-Man headquarters in Miguel O'Hara's dimension. Yeah. So they go there. You get a lot of, like, little cool references to other Spider-Mans and various villains throughout the years, you know?
0: Yeah. You even see the uh, MCU cameo, which is uh, Donald Glover, a.k.a. Ch- Gambino.
1: Oh, yeah. Gambino. Yeah, as the Prowler. They did introduce the Venom Venomverse in the earlier on as well with the spot. Oh, yeah. It's that woman, Ms. Chen or something.
0: Yeah, like the one that's in the convenience store.
1: Yeah, and then you get to see some scenes from like the old, like Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man's. You see the, the, the PlayStation 4 Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Briefly, which is kind of funny.
0: Yeah, you see uh, Spider-Man Unlimited.
1: Spider Man Unlimited. Which yes.
0: is yeah, which is the continuation of the nineties Spider Man cartoons, like Pretty the one.
1: sure spectacular Spider Man was in there. Yeah.
0: He he has a dialogue.
1: Yeah, you're right, he does. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's a lot of it's a lot of references piled into each other. I mean, like we said, part of the animation style is just like making all these things fit into the scene and not making it look like terrible. Yeah. It's just like you how do you cram all these styles in? Exactly. Especially when they're so contrasting some of them. Like, they just look like they're literally, like, they almost copy... Like, the like the PlayStation Spider-Man looks like they just, like, copied the asset from the game and, like, pasted it onto the fucking screen. Yeah. Like, it's it's pretty funny. But anyway, they get there, and they meet up with Miguel O'Hara, who's being a fucking edgelord by going on, like, the slowest-moving elevator in the world. <laughs> for dramatic effect. Yeah. They even comment, like, yeah, it always moves that slow, as his thing. Uh, because it's, like, taking, like like a minute of him just like going down. And he doesn't move. I'm like, is this guy going to get there? Like at some point. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Miguel O'Hara explains this whole like multiverse to him in the canon events, which essentially says like, these are the same things that happen through every Spider-Man's life. You know, uncle, uncle Ben or whoever dies. Yeah. Gwen Stacy's father, Captain Stacy or whoever dies, you know, it's, it, it happens every single time. you like, Yeah, pretty much. And since like, since the fact that like Miles prevented this from happening is causing like that universe to unravel, right? And then we get some little backstory to Miguel how he tried to, you know, change his fate one point where he found a universe where he was essentially not Spider Man and he was like just a normal happy dude. So he tried, but the but the version of him in that universe died. So he just tried to like step in and replace it. Yeah. It kind of was like the recent Doctor Strange film where Scarlet Witch tries to do, like, the exact same thing. hmm So, but he's like, yeah, they didn't work out. So I'm trying to prevent that from happening to anyone else.
0: Yeah. I um, mean, I feel like his, his situation was so more exclusive, though.
1: Yeah, that's true. He was trying to
0: inhabit a whole different universe that he didn't, he didn't belong to. Like... I could see why, like, the multiverse was going to be fucked up because of that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess he figured it was okay, because it's like, oh, the other one is actually dead, right? Yeah. But the thing is, like, you're dead, you're supposed to be dead, right? Like... Exactly. As a wise man in an anime once said, people die when they are killed. (laughs) What
0: was that from?
1: Eight stay night. (laughs) Made more sense in context, okay? (laughs) But it sounded really stupid. When anyone quotes it, yeah, people die when they're killed. That's kind or of the weird. other famous quote. Uh, you may be, you may be correct, but that doesn't mean you're right. It's like what? What? <laughs> this was also funny because it sort of relates to this because it's like uh, in that version, the the guy he's talking to is like a future version of himself who's like more serious, and <laughs> fu- you can tell the future version of himself like, "Fuck, I used to be like this." Like. Yeah. I feel like that's what Miguel O'Hara feels about Miles Morales. He's like, you know, like, I, I was once like you until I, like, grew up, essentially. Yeah. Like, I don't believe in your idealism, you know?
0: Yeah, that's kind of, like, the thing. Well, I mean, that's it, it, it becomes this ongoing trend of, like, Miles always being called a kid.
1: Yeah, I mean, he'd only, he doesn't look at him seriously. I mean, treats him as a kid. Basically, he's just saying, I'm doing the right thing. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's... They reveal that to him, and then they reveal, like, basically that since the captain of the police force is supposed to die, and his dad, Miles Morales' his dad, is becoming captain, he's like, oh, shit, my, that means my dad's going to die, right? And he remembers the flash, the premonition he had earlier, and it's like, oh... You all knew about this? Oh, yeah, we, we forgot. Peter B. Parker's in this as well. Yeah, he came child. back. came back. Like a cameo, essentially. Well, not a cameo. Nah, nah, he plays a bigger role. But yeah, he plays...
0: Not as a big role as the first one.
1: Obviously not, but he's still here. Yeah. And they're like, you all knew? And it's like, yeah, you know, these things have to happen you know, to maintain the multiverse. And Miles... This is what I was talking about earlier, where they sort of go against the whole Spider-Man story arc. And he's like, well, Why? Why 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 does it have to happen? Who says who says that's the way things happen, right?
0: Yeah. It becomes like this thing where like like there's two sides of the coin when it comes to Spider-Man stuff. Yes. These canon events have to happen in, in order for Spider-Man to grow and whatnot. But it's also it it defies the true essence of what Spider Man is. And I feel like that's another aspect that Miles has as being Spider-Man. It's like Spider-Man is the type of hero that even if he knows something is wrong, and maybe he will go against it. No, he does. Like his whole job is to save anybody at all cost.
1: Yeah, I mean, that is one consistent thing about his characters we mentioned earlier. He has like a sort of some people say he almost has like a savior complex where he feels like he has to do. All the time and he has to save everyone he can if he has the opportunity, regardless yeah. of if whether or not it fucks up his own life. Like,
0: yeah, exactly. So, like, that's why I I can I can respect that there's two ideologies happening. Yes, some deaths have to happen in order for Spider-Man to grow, but if Spider-Man knew that those deaths were gonna happen,
1: and he and he could theoretically prevent them,
0: he will do it. <laughs> Yeah, so it becomes like a conundrum in a sense.
1: Yeah. he even said that to Miles says that's to Peter B Parker. It's like, Oh yeah. If you knew about uncle Ben before are you saying you wouldn't have like done anything like knowing like that he was going to die. And yeah. Peter B Parker is kind of just like gives him like a non-answer because he probably in the last film, he said Spider-Man always does the right thing regardless. Right. Yeah. So he's not going to be like, no, I wouldn't have done anything. Right. Like, yeah. Cause he knows like, he probably would have done something. New.
0: Exactly. So, I kind of respect that, like, in itself, being Spider-Man is, like, like low-key a curse. If you really think about it.
1: So, is this Spider-Man fucking one here? This is my (laughs) gift, my curse, you
0: know? (laughs) Yeah, well, if you think about it, because, A, he, like, being Spider-Man, like, it's always accepting that savior complex, so even if you are trying to save everybody, you're not gonna. like. It's almost theoretically impossible to save everybody.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, like, they mention this sort of in the MCU as well a lot where it's sort of like Spider-Man falls into like a weird in-between sort of, of like power levels, I guess, of superheroes where it's like he's not like a street-level hero. He's not like a daredevil or a punisher or someone who just goes around fighting like regular fucking criminals Mm -hmm. but he's not like he's not like an avenger where he's like he has the resources of like tony stark he's not like a billionaire or he's not like a literal fucking god like thor Mm -hmm. like he he basically is confined to like fucking new york like that's all he can do yeah that's why i said like even it's like you should just focus on being like your local friendly neighborhood spider-man rather than being like an avenger Mm -hmm. because it's like that's all he can really manage like yeah so, but that's the thing. He has, yeah. Even with that, he still feels a need. He has to save everybody when he can, right?
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I just think that, like, again, like this is the most Spider Man, like, theory movie.
1: Yeah, this is the most, like, I guess in a way, a meta <laughs> commentary on Spider Man as a character. Yeah. Rather than just like doing another Spider Man. I mean, yeah. I, I guess sort of like No Way Home sort of did it with like you got uh, other spider man sort of get their redemption arcs.
0: You know? Yeah, but I guess like that also introduced another aspect with Spider-Man in No Way Home as well, right? Remember, he doesn't want to save all these villains. But, you know, because he is guided by Aunt May to do that. Yeah. You know, it makes sense for him. And then he goes against that establishment As, like, a Doctor Strange would be a a smart character. Be like, look, they're dead, they're dead. Like, that's, they're gonna die, that's their fate. You can't change that. You know? But, like, here comes Spider-Man with his optimism.
1: Like, oh, why do we, we don't have to accept fate, you know? Like.
0: Exactly. Like, again, like, it opens up that, uh, that characteristics of who Spider-Man is.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's just a hopelessly optimistic character. Not that he doesn't understand, like, the realism of a situation. He just chooses to, you know, go against it. So, yeah. Anyway, back to the, uh, the actual story. So Miles rejects this idea of, you know, you know the canon events and we can't do anything. Mm-hmm. So Miguel's like, okay, well, it's too bad because I'm imprisoning you. And Hobie, being anti souch and be like, hey, you know, this is how you break out, because earlier he's established, like, he knows how his powers work, somehow.
0: Well, no, well, when he showed up when he was doing the electrical shit.
1: Oh, yeah, he has his own electric powers, so. Yeah.
0: So he's like, don't use the, your, your fingers, just use the whole hand.
1: Yeah, he's like, use the palms. And then he also quits spider society, because he's, like fuck the establishment
0: yeah pretty much i i I wonder he was never a part of the establishment though I guess he had to because he he, had was, to
1: fuck- he was, but then he quit because I don't know
0: I don't know man he's just <laughs> he
1: plays by his own rules exactly so this is where we get a sort of big action sequence where he flees through the complex. you got some more like nice references. I don't know, the funniest one to me was the fucking 1960s spider-man cartoon where it's like super poorly animated flying towards him at like one angle yeah. i'm just like bruh like and then just disappears like i'm like what
0: yeah no he said like oh like something about his like getting like st- 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 like stopped or some shit like that
1: yeah it's just like bro
0: yeah i know it looks so goofy looking cause it's so one-dimensional <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, if you ever watched that, like, old 1960s Spider-Man, they essentially have, like, the same, like, five frames they reuse throughout the whole, like, thing. Yeah. Like, you have the one where he's, like, swinging, where his webs stick to the fucking sky, make no sense. Yeah. And then you have one of, like, him swinging at an angle and then swinging towards the camera and then maybe, like, him standing and then him, like, throwing a punch. And then it's, like, they reuse those five frames, like... For the whole, th- like, 30 minutes, like... Yeah. And it's like, bro, this is so fucking jank-looking.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> that's what they had at the time. Yeah,
0: they had the the, the gunslinger Spider-Man.
1: Gunslinger Spider-Man. Cat Spider-Man.
0: Cat Spider-Man. They had a uh, Metro-Booming Spider-Man. Metro-Booming Yeah, I love that. I mean, that makes sense, considering that, like, he did the the, the soundtrack... Yeah, exactly. British, uh, films, which is an incredible soundtrack, by the way. I, I don't even think I talked about the soundtrack in the first uh, Spider-Verse movie. We did. Oh, okay, we did? Okay, yeah. I, I, that's a fucking great soundtrack as well. But, uh, yeah, no, but Metro Boomin did a good job.
1: Metro Boomin, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we get this big action sequence where he's going through like, the Spider-Man 2099 universe. And I'm going to make a short, like, tangent here. I, for some reason, have an obsession with futuristic, like, traffic. Like, mm-hmm. the way traffic is depicted in the future. Like, in this, it was like, at one point, he lands on a giant train where it's like, oh, it's going to the moon, right? Yeah. But the 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 train itself, it becomes like a giant tunnel over the highway. Yeah. Which I'm like, damn, that's really actually fucking cool. Yeah. Like, I don't know about movies and, like, futuristic traffic. I don't know if you ever saw Minority Report. I, yeah i yeah
0: i've seen it i just don't remember
1: i don't know there's like they show the traffic <laughs> of that where he gets into like a giant ball that essentially gets launched along like a road mm. and that's how you get around through like these weird like rolling cars essentially yeah i'm just like it's i like just the way depictions of traffic that aren't just like oh now we have flying cars where it's like how does that work like you can just fly where the fuck you on and then hope you don't crash like that yeah make any so mess. like
0: fucking like in star wars episode 2 like when they're just driving around coruscant and
1: yeah, it's, it's just like,
0: like every car is in the fucking sky and like, how do you how do you not get hit i don't even see a street light
1: yeah, yeah i was gonna say if people are actually driving these v ve- like vehicles like like how do you like you just all use the fucking force like everyone there just is a jedi i see no other way you can concentrate like that yeah Maybe the future of their brains are just fucking expanded, even though Star Wars is in the past. So that's
0: <laughs> a different thing. But or yeah. like, yeah, when Anakin jumps off the fucking car and then like he's just flying down and it was like a shit ton of cars just like, like just moving jet past. And I'm like, how is he not getting hit by cars? What is the logic of riding cars in this fucking universe?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's tunnels.
0: I've seen tunnels. There was a tunnel in that movie. It's cool and all. I just never understood the logic behind, like, such, like, crazy fucking thing. And it's busy.
1: (laughs) I was going to say, without the advent of, like, AI essentially driving everything, you have to... If people... I think in this, AI also drives the things because it didn't look like the people were actually driving any of the cars. They were just kind of sitting there. No,
0: uh, yeah, maybe.
1: I mean... they, were, they managed to function while people were, like, falling over with their cars. Like, I'm like, there's no way they're driving these cars. Yeah. But once again, maybe in the future, the people's brains are just so fucking big. Yeah, that they can handle this.
0: I love how also like the New York is called just Nueva York. Nuevo
1: York. I'm like, okay, just because he's oh. Hispanic doesn't mean New York also has to be. Hispanic. <laughs> yeah. It's like when is Indian Spider Man? It doesn't have to be like Indian New York. Like it could be just New York, and he would be an Indian in it.
0: Oh, well, I mean, I, I kind of like it just being called Mubatin. Mubatin. I like that. It's a good reference. It's a good like. It makes sense thinking you know, like it's just the Indian version. In Mumbai in Manhattan. So yeah, Indian version of Manhattan. Indian version of Mumbai. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's a funny one. That's a blooper. Um, yeah, so I'm okay with that. I just think it's like maybe it's because Miguel is like the fucking, I don't know, president of New York that he just said, fuck it, I'm calling Nueva York. Before York, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we got this. We get this big uh, chase sequence, you know, which is pretty cool. And Miles is just like, essentially just, he convinces uh, Gwen and Peter B. Parker to be like, hey, you know, just let me go, right? Yeah. Because they were already having doubts about it in the first place. They were not like fully on board with it. You know?
0: mm-hmm.
1: And I guess seeing Miguel being like so fucking relentless in his, you know, oh, no, we, can't, we can't let him go. We have to do things this way, right? Yeah. But And then they're sort of thinking, but, like, but why? Like, why? this doesn't seem, like, right, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're literally here imprisoning a guy to be, like, who's trying to, like, save people, like, does, does that make you, like, the bad guy, right? Yeah, exactly. Which I said, like, Miguel O'Hara is sort of, I guess he'd, he'd be close to, like, an antihero, if anything hmm. So Miles manages to beat them all, escapes, goes back to his uh, home dimension through like the fucking. Uh, whatever the robots from the Matrix are called. I don't know what they're called.
0: Uh, the uh,
1: Sentinels. The Sentinel. Yeah, he basically it's yeah. a go home machine as it looks like a fucking Sentinel. Yeah. So he goes back to. Goes back home, so. He gets there and, like, starts to open up to his mom and be like, yo, I'm actually Spider-Man. He has a whole monologue. But then after some uh, quick cuts, you realize that he's not in his home dimension. He's in whatever dimension the spider originally came from. Yeah. It was, re- it was revealed by the spot early on that the spider came from a different dimension that bit him. So, and Miguel O'Hare revealed that because that happened, then whatever dimension that Spider-Man was from, that spider was from... That Spider-Man doesn't exist there because Miles became Spider-Man, right? Yeah. So in his dimension, which he wasn't supposed to be because there already was a Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So they get to that dimension and then his uncle Aaron is there. Which well, is who, surprising to see him. Surprising. And then he realizes that it's like, okay. You know, he thinks he's the Prowler and the twist of the movie is that in this dimension, Miles Morales became the prowler. Yeah. And um Spot shows up and uh, you know, Gwen assembles the old squad of like uh Peter B. Parker, A. Penny, Obi's there this time, Spider-Man Noir, you know, bring Spider Ham. Spider Ham, they bring him all back, you know.
0: Yeah. They brought everybody basically anybody that's aided, like Miles.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh there you go. That's the end. Of to our, be yeah. To be our, continued. That's the end of our podcast. So if you want to catch up on the next one, you can uh, go to part two in the description. No, <laughs> no that's how the movie ends. It's yes. a, it literally ends on a "to be continued." which yeah. is obviously a piss off.
0: It's it's you know what? It's insanely ballsy to do that.
1: Yeah, especially since this movie's been like five years in the making.
0: Yeah. It's it's insanely ballsy. Like, I don't like. When was the last big movie that ended off in a to be continued? I think, like, Avengers Infinity War.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But people knew that was going to happen. Yeah. So they were like, okay, part one. You know? But, like, I guess
0: maybe they didn't end off. Like, no, it was going to end in such a down note.
1: It didn't. Yeah, it didn't end on a literal cliffhanger. Like, yeah, like fucking Thanos killed everyone right yeah and then people died and then he got away and then it's like okay end of the movie yeah in a weird way it sort of was a conclusion to that part of the story this ends like literally on like the climax of the story yeah in the middle of it like it's not like oh you know i'm gonna go back to my home dimension and then you know stuff some stuff gets resolved there yeah and then it's like they maybe leave into like a, you know, a cliff, like a reveal for the next part, right? It's like, oh yeah, Miles Morales is the Prowler. He's kidnapped me and then the Spot's attacking and it's like, okay, well, that's the end of the movie. It's like, what?
0: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's true. Like, fuck, okay, I'm thinking about other movies. Speaking of Matrix, like uh, that's another part where I left in a cliffhanger with like Matrix reloaded. Like, you know, like fucking Neil goes into a fucking coma and then, you know, he's face to face with the other guy who like earlier in the movie turned out to be like a a, a Mr. Smith clone.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just Yeah. Yeah I so. mean really so I don't I don't like when movies do this, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't, so
0: look, I think it's ballsy. I think it's ballsy and I understand maybe it could change your opinion about the film.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's also why in the beginning, I think you were saying whether or not you could rate this film. Yeah. Because it's like some people would be like, well, technically it's not the whole story. Right. And it didn't really end on any sort of conclusion. It ended on a literal cliffhanger. It's like, would you rate like an episode of like fucking Dragon Ball Z, the Frieza arc episode by episode? Like... You could like it,
0: like the episode, like when like Goku turns Super Saiyan and just ended like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, would you would you rate that episode in, like individually as opposed to like the whole arc? Yeah. Uh, no.
0: Oh my god! You know, what? speaking of cliffhangers from like uh, like from TV shows, remember reboot?
1: Oh God! Yeah. Uh, that okay. Show.
0: <laughs> okay, that show ended in a fucking cliffhanger.
1: Okay, that wasn't their fault though. They just lost funding.
0: Yeah. But, like, it, it was so, like, it, it hurt me so much because I was like, oh, shit, shit is finally fucking going down on this damn show. And then
1: they made a movie and that ended in a cliffhanger.
0: Did they make a movie after
1: that? Well, they made the movie, the uh, Damon Damon something, Damon Rising. Yeah,
0: that was before, though.
1: That was after the show.
0: No, that was before.
1: I'm I'm pretty sure. No, that. *Damon
0: Ryzen happened before, and then that like when it that ends in a cliffhanger with with uh the original Bob coming back, right? And uh, then that Bob turned out to be a fucking Megatron. Is it? Right. It's a Megatron. Why am I calling Megatron? Megabyte. Megabyte. <laughs> Call this Megatron. <laughs> yes, yeah, Megabyte. And then he's like a Trojan horse virus, and then he infects like everybody. To be like part of his like slaves, and then he has like control of uh, as a mainframe.
1: Uh, yeah, that was the yeah that was the second movie they ha- made as well. By two bobs, yeah,
0: that literally ended in a fucking cliffhanger, then that,
1: man. That, then that ended in a cliffhanger. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. That was like after the TV series ended; those two movies came out, but oh. But yeah, they also ended in a cliffhanger.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, fuck me, man. Like, that that was the only time a cliffhanger actually pissed me off because it's like, like, there was no conclusion. <laughs> there was literally no conclusion to that story, and I hated that. At least this, we're getting a fucking conclusion. Not next year, apparently, though, because uh, <laughs> they, uh, they basically removed... Uh, it was, this movie was supposed to come out next year, but they removed it from the calendar now.
1: Yeah, due to, as we mentioned, the strikes early on. So. Yeah,
0: or maybe B could be like, yo, I don't think we're ready <laughs> to get this done by next next well, year. this
1: one took five years to release in the last one. Well,
0: I do like to think that maybe they also worked on the second, on the second one as well. So also they split... Th- like
1: also 2020 was a year that existed (laughs) in the world so that yeah there was all there's been a lot of things going on for them yeah exactly there's been some delays but
0: Uh, yeah and also animate like again like what i said earlier about animators not getting paid for this film properly
1: yeah so there's a lot of things going on that's delayed the film you know it will come out when it comes out.
0: And, and that's, like, maybe even it was a year, I don't think anybody would get pissed. The fact that you're going to probably, we're going to probably have to wait for two fucking years to give you, like, the honest review of part three is actually kind of nuts.
1: Yeah, I mean, still waiting for Arcane season.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of Arcane, I just realized that's all, that be, has become our most famous episode. Really? People yeah. don't like Arcane that
1: much? <laughs> yeah. Or at least... It's kind of random. I mean, yeah.
0: I'm actually curious. I, I I I'm actually not curious. I'm I'm surprised that uh we we that's our
1: right. It's like good that show deserves that the show deserves some recognition. Yeah. So.
0: Well. Oh look. I'm going to give it a score because it's what we do here. And I'm going to give it a 9.5. I
1: remember what I gave it last time, maybe a 9. I'm giving this an 8.9 because I mentioned minus one outrage point for me personally. Yeah. But yeah, it's still... Yeah. Still like, yeah, a 9 out of 10. It's a good, great film. Yeah. Even though it ends on a cliffhanger, everything else, as we said, as I mentioned the whole... I really like the direction they went with the character arcs in this. Animation, soundtracks, still on point. You know, nothing... Like like I said, just the same thing but better. Yeah, it's even if it was more of the same, I wouldn't be disappointed. Honestly, yeah.
0: like I can't wait till like when the third one comes out and then we can mash two and three together. Yeah, exactly. We like,
1: can actually put this podcast on a cliffhanger. Yeah,
0: <laughs> literally. Yeah, and it's like yeah, it would just be like a like a like an honestly like a six hour fucking <laughs> Spider Man movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just put all three parts together? Yeah,
0: like, you know, maybe like five-hour like no. Spider-Man movie, yeah.
1: Director's cut. The director's the cut. Snyder's cut. Yeah, the Snyder cut, yeah, exactly. The Snyder cut of every version. The
0: Sony cut. The Sony cut.
1: <laughs> I would just do every version, but, yeah, I mean, that's 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 Spider-Man. That's
0: the movie ending off in a playfinger, but, uh, guys, I hope you enjoy um listening to this review i feel like it it is a little bit anticlimactic that we can't really talk about like maybe can we mention like what do you think might happen
1: um what do i think will happen i mean i just saw the film i haven't really had time to think about that so uh
0: well i don't know personally me i just think that like
1: (laughs) everybody dies
0: everybody dies i i feel like uh the um or 42 miles is going to be helping him. I don't think he's going to be a hundred like percent a villain. Like he's not going to be another antagonist force for miles.
1: Yeah. I feel like in this, the prowler is more like a anti-hero. Yeah. Mainly because I think it was hinted sort of, cause it's like, he's talking to Aaron at one point. He's like, Oh, you don't have to be a villain. He's like a villain. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, does that mean he's not a villain, or he doesn't consider himself a villain? Like,
0: so from what I saw, there was apparently like a deleted scene that they they obviously deleted uh, of of Aaron and uh, 42 miles uh, stealing uh, from the the six sinister six cartel.
1: Yeah, so they're, like, the anti-heroes, essentially. Yeah,
0: like and it's just giving the money to, like, everybody else, like, to the poor. So, like, it's, like, on some, like, Robin Hood bullshit.
1: Yeah, so I figure okay. it's going to be something like that. Yeah.
0: yeah, so I personally think that he's going to go travel the multiverse with Miles to go back. And, yeah, that's, like, I, I, out of that storyline, I think that's where it's going to end. And, like, start again, like, going into the new multiverse. I don't think that Miles is going to stay in that universe for the entire duration. It's just going to be how how uh, this movie started off with Gwen, with 20 minutes of her just, like, doing her shit. So it's going to be 20 minutes of Miles getting out of his scenario.
1: Yeah, but other than that, I don't really know where it's going. Yeah. could go in a lot of different directions, though.
0: You would I'm definitely going to see that sinister 6 cartel though. Like you wouldn't uh, just not mention it.
1: Sinister 6 cartel. Day. Yeah. Got a whole cartel now.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean again, they wouldn't just mention that if if it's not just going to be like some like cheap like re- like reference.
1: Maybe that's an excuse to bring back Jamie Fox again, <laughs> Electro again. Yeah, maybe. This time his teeth are broken again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, in this universe.
0: Yeah. Uh. Anyway, we're gonna end this like right here. But yep. uh, thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoy and. Uh, I see ya. Stay, Spidey.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a classic Spider-Man phrase. <laughs>
0: yeah, clearly. <laughs> Yep.